0: Brendan O'Connor on RTE Radio 1 Sponsored by Timber Living Log Cabins For your perfect workspace, living space or hideaway Timberliving.ie Brendan O'Connor on RTE Radio 1 Sponsored by Timber Living Log Cabins Quality, cosy log cabins at affordable prices Timberliving.ie Brendan O'Connor on RTE Radio 1.
1: Okay, let's talk about some nonsense now that is of no consequence at all. Stuart Clark, deputy editor of Hot Press, joins me. And Stuart, so the nominations for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class of 2023 came out, and it's normally not something I'd notice, but I saw that Joy Division New Order are, are nominated. I suppose I tend to associate the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with. Aerosmith and Bruce Springsteen. It is normally pretty
2: American-centric. Like last year, Pat Benatar, who I love and was fantastic at MT USA with Fab Vinny all those years ago, Yeah, yeah. loves the battlefield. You wouldn't say a global influence on artists still, but also there's a 25-year lapse. You have to have a body of work for 25 years. So all the hip-hop boys and girls are coming on stream now. Okay. So it's making it much more interesting. Okay, so, yeah, because it's it's coming into more our our times, I suppose. So what is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame exactly? Well, it's a physical building in Cleveland, which is wonderful because of Spinal Tap. Hello, Cleveland. It just so (laughs) happened that they offered the most money and the incentives for uh, Amit Ergun to set it up there in 1986. He was the guy for Atlantic Records who really made superstars out of Led Zeppelin. I, I was there myself as a punter in 1999. It's seven levels. Uh, overlooking Lake Erie, and the footprint, and you can see it at several angles, is of a record player. So it is funky. Okay. The gear in there, I just was transfixed by Elvis's motorcycle jacket. I stood there for 10 minutes. It was oh, a beatific yeah. glow. Uh, Prince's suit from Purple Rain. There's some real quality stuff in there. And okay. Cleveland's quite and a And then funky to be town.
1: inducted for a, for a band or an artist then is, is regarded as a great honour in America. Is it's that-
2: a badge of honour. If you get a press release, it's, they've got, you know, ex-Grammys, however many Oscars and um, were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. A lot of bands say it doesn't matter. Until they are inducted, and then of course it's the biggest thing ever. Um, And and
1: all so they nominate every year loads of people. It's a bit cruel, really, but they all won't get in. Just go romp through this year's nominees, there, because it is quite a diverse. It's interesting because
2: Kate Bush never made it into the top thirty in the US. She had albums at number one hundred and thirty-seven. But, of course, the Stranger Things factor. Sheryl yeah. uh, Crow, uh, Missy Elliott, Iron Maiden, who have really castigated them in the past for not inducting them. Joy Division Stroke New Order, uh, Cindy Lauper, George Michael, Willie Nelson, about time. Uh, I can't ex- be Willie Nelson would seem to be like the exact kind of person who should have been in there years ago, well, yeah. Well, there have been accusations they don't have enough black people. And Nina Simone didn't make it till 2018. It okay. should have been the first couple of years. You've got uh, Soundgarden, again from Seattle. The Spinners, the, the American version, not the British folk yeah. band. A tribe called Quest, so the hip-hop influence is there. The White Stripes. And again, Warren Zevon, who should have been in it yeah, decades ago. Yeah, you think. Um-
1: I think a lot of the time how people might kind of, how it might impinge on people's consciousness is that it can, can't it be a way of getting uh, bands who split up and hate each other to get back together on stage and sometimes (coughs) maybe do a song, it? can work both ways. If you're Blondie, not so good. Actually, we have that clip of Blondie here. So this is when they, uh, they, the attempt to get Blondie back together at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
0: Hello, I'm Frank. I'm the guitar player. And uh, I'd like to thank the hall of fame for recognizing us and uh not writing us me and nigel and gary out of the rock and roll history and actually uh, one thing that could really make it better would be if we could actually perform for you tonight but for some reason some of us are not allowed to do that so i don't know what we could do about that but i'd like to do that and i'd like to play but debbie is that allowed no we'd like to play with you guys me nigel Not not tonight uh Pretty please? Pretty please, Debbie, no. no I love can't you. Can't you
2: see my my band is up there? Oh, your band. My, I, I thought Blondie was being inducted tonight. Whoa. Oh, that okay. is painful. <laughs> you can feel the burn. Yeah. On the plus side, though, Simon and Garfunkel were long feuding. They got back together. The Four Seasons, The Temptations, The Police, which led to those gigs in Croker. Tom Petty and The Heartbreakers, the original Heartbreakers, The Bird's Cream. The surviving members of The Doors have been feuding. Jefferson Airplane, Santana, The Velvet Underground, which was great. We got more shows.
1: OK, so often when they, when a band gets back together for this, they will then decide, well, we can tolerate each other on stage. Let's let's cash in with a tour. They
2: remember the good times and forget the bad times with smelly feet on the bus and then yeah. rediscover that they hate each other a few years later. But, yeah, there have been some great gigs, thanks to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
1: Yeah, and, and Peter Hook had suggested, indeed, that New Order might reform... Uh, if they get the nod this year. Which that would be lovely that,
2: because it's a very estranged marriage. I mean, there's yes. real hatred and like, there. I think we're all supporting
1: the, the other New Order without Peter Hook. But at the same time, it's not, I think it's that not really hooky, New Order, is it? Low
2: slung bass. It's not the same.
1: Yeah. Um, you two are obviously in
2: the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Inducted um, in 2005 by Bruce Springsteen. Let's have a listen to that.
0: Uno, dos, tres, catorce. That translates as one, two, three, 14. That is the correct math for a rock and roll band. It was the early 80s, I went with Pete Townsend, always wanted to catch the first whiff of those about to unseat us, to a club in London. There they were, a young Bono, single-handedly pioneering, the Irish mullet. They had an exciting show and a big beautiful sound. It lifted the roof. We met afterwards and they were nice young men and they were Irish, Irish. Now this would play an enormous part in their success in the States. For while the English occasionally have their refined sensibilities to overcome, we Irish and Italians have no such problem.
1: OK, so that, that's Bruce there. Yeah, know was fairly good uh, speech. Um, speaking of U2, by the way, tell us
2: about U2's new drummer. Bram van den Berg, uh, who's in a band or is in a band from Holland. They're quite big. They're called Cresip. They're from Tilburg. Uh, like you 2 a bunch of school friends. They have a female lead singer, but they do sound a bit U2-ish. They've been going for 20 or 30 years. Everyone there is is really surprised and no one can quite work out the connection with, with U2.
1: And have Press not got the inside story here? No, I, I, I phoned the, the edge, but yeah.
2: he, he was out getting fish and chips. Okay. Um, they've supported Bon Jovi and Sheryl Crow, so they're used to stadiums. It, it is quite the gig. The only other time that U2 have performed... Not as the four original members was November 1993 at uh, Zoo TV in Sydney. Adam went absent, he went on the, the Razzle yeah. and he's talked about it very eloquently. Uh, yeah, on, on Tommy Tiernan, and, and his, his roadie, um, Stuart Morgan uh, stepped in. He said it was the worst moment of his life and probably saved his life because he realized what he had to lose. By the way, for people
1: who are wondering where Bram Vanderberg comes into things, basically. Larry Mullen is taking time out for uh, back surgery and various things, so he won't be playing at that uh, Vegas residency. It's
2: very anyway. interesting. I was talking to Eamon Carr once from Horse Lips, who is the Horselips drummer, and he says over the years, as a drummer, there is the most wear and tear. I mean, obviously, you're being very physical, being a singer and a bassist and a guitar player, but you can imagine hitting things very hard for an hour and a half, two hours every night. It does take a real burden on your joints. Yeah, yeah. And like you would say, any other band... The drummer, who cares about the drummer, but Larry
1: Mullen. It's just some of the parts. I
2: think they they really want to tour this record. They've got a load of stuff happening, like Bono and the Edge, a sort of homecoming. David Letterman was across before Christmas. There's a documentary coming out on Paddy's Day. He was spotted in McDade's with uh, Bono and uh, the Edge, Imelda May, Glenn Hansard and Panty Bliss. I loved being there with them for a pint. And he was on The Dart. Apparently he enjoyed The Dart.
1: Okay yeah acting like he <laughs> acting like he took it all the time Absolutely. this is just
2: what we do all right so that's the U2 gigs are
1: happening towards the end of the year in Vegas we don't have dates yet uh Texter says Tin Lizzie was nominated a couple of years ago to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Didn't get in because there's a worldwide vote. Definitely should be in there if you look at what's in there. All down to votes. Bit like a reality show, if you ask me. And when you think of uh, how many bands are in there who were influenced by Lizzie or formed because of Tin Lizzie? Vans Um, in there. No Sinead. No Lizzie. No Cranberries. No Sinead. No Mm. Cranberries. Okay. All right, Stuart Clark, Deputy Editor of Hot Press. Thank you very much for that. We'll take a break. Email
0: brendan at rte.ie.